<clears throat> yes, sir. All right, y'all. Welcome to the Easy Money Sports Podcast. I got my boy Xavier Dupree here with me. What's going on? What's going on? My boy Tay 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 two times in the building. What it do? What it do? You know. Hey, hey, y'all. All right. First of all, before we get into everything, let's just um. Uh, Man, how 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 everything going for y'all? You know what I'm saying so far, bro. Just 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 life in general, you know. Uh, man, can't complain, man. Can't complain. Everything's been cool. Uh, ready to graduate. You know, how about ooh, how many days you got? I don't know how many days. I got about seven more weeks, ooh. man. Seven more weeks. So just get prepared for that. Get ready to uh, prepare for graduation. What I'm gonna do after graduation, all that type of stuff. So. I can't complain, man. I'm here breathing for what's in So I feel like I'm the same, but I'm just ready for this. <clears throat> man, this hard semester to be up with. I'm supposed to graduate real soon. Not in May, but in August and everything. So, you know, I still got a, another semester even after this semester. So I'm just trying to, you know, fight through everything. Yeah. Overall, life's good. Trying to get on your level, Sanders. Do you really call, do you really, can you really call August a semester though? I mean, I'm would looking you, at would it you consider it as like the summer. Would you consider yeah. it a semester? I mean, I'm looking at it as if like a semester because I'm still, I'm still gonna be taking class and everything. So, so that's how I look at. Why are you doing like July or June? Why are you like you doing? I'm trying to do May semester. It should be might, done. It might end up being like you know June, July time. Okay, feel like that. that. So, feel like that. that. But sure, all right, man. Let's get, let's get to it, man. Hey, let's just start off with for sure. Nah. Now let's not start off with that one. Let's go with um let's go with the first trade that got everybody busting at first. The uh the A B trade, him going to the Steelers. From the Steelers to the Raiders. And the Raiders only get in giving no, only on the Steelers only gave up what, a third and a fifth? Yeah, a third and a fifth. Shit. A third and a fifth yeah, for A yeah. B. And no disrespect to Amari Cooper, but Amari Cooper went out for a first? Man. <laughs> For a first, and AB, AB to the Raiders for just a third and fifth. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna give a lot of credit to uh, I'm gonna give a lot of credit to Mike Mayock for doing that, bro. Like that's that's slick a genius move for him to for him to for him to get AB like that without having to give out give up any one of their first round picks. You know they got three of them junks uh, from. From shoot who from what from uh Dallas and who else Chicago, yep. yep, yeah they got they got three first round picks and they still got them, and then the other picks that they got now through all these other trades, bro like that's really a genius move from them bro especially I don't I don't, I don't know I can't give that credit to John Gruden. I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna say Mike Mayock. Bro. I'm gonna say Mayock did that jump on. Yeah, John Groom just going with the flow. <laughs> man, because there's no way. <laughs> but third in the field, bro. Like, so like, when y'all first heard the news, bro, on that, like, what was y'all the initial reaction? Um, well, I I knew that the Raiders were were in the mix uh, to get AB. Um, it was going. It's a little different his situation than with Le'Veon. Le'Veon was a free agent, and um, AB was going to have to be traded because I, I would have liked to see uh, AB a couple other places. But um, 
like like you said, son, it's like I mean you gotta give credit to to the Raiders. Um you gotta give credit to the Raiders. And I mean really Antonio I mean Antonio Brown forced his way out of Oakland. I mean he got what he wanted. He wanted to get out of Oakland. I mean I'm I'm sorry. He wanted to get out of Pittsburgh, excuse me. And uh I mean that's what he did. It's uh now really Derek Carr you have I mean you got one of the best series in the league now. Um, to throw to, they they picked up uh, Terrell Williams as well, so they have some weapons out there in Oakland. Um, they they picked up some guys on the defensive side of the ball, but just to get Antonio Brown out there in Oakland and to only have to give up a third and a fifth round pick uh, is really hard to even fathom, just based off of his talent, the production that he has uh, put up throughout his uh, career to only be able to get a third-round pick and a fifth-round pick out uh, for Antonio Brown is remarkable. But we'll get into reasons why that is probably a little bit later. But, I mean, it's a, definitely a win for the Raiders and the Steelers took a – they took – I mean, they I guess they, they got A.B. out of their hair, but it's a loss as, as far as the sense of what they got for him. But, you know – yeah, well, in my opinion, it was kind of shocking because, like, before the news even came out, well, or when I was aware of the news, like, with the whole free agency talks, trade talks and everything, I was just looking forward to, like, him going to somewhere, like, somewhere where I know he was going to get paid, but at the same time, like, a playoff slash Super Bowl contender. And not trying to say the Raiders not. They suck. Yeah. They're, they're not. They suck. Oh, I mean, they, like, for the past few seasons, they didn't have their up and down moments. Like, the last yeah. good season they had was Derek Carr's, like, MVP candidate year, which was 2016, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Yeah, he got, Before hurt. he got hurt. So, yeah, that was the last night we went to the playoffs, but I really feel like, you know, like Dupree was saying, like, they made some moves and everything. And so I really feel like in this draft, if they can make some more, like, moves on the defensive side of the ball, then, you know, they'll have, like, I'll say, they can be a playoff contender. But, you know, with A.B. going to Oakland, I feel like it will be a good look, not only for, like, you know, the organization and everything, but also for, like, you know, helping Derek Carr out and everything. Because we all seen that once <laughs> Amari Cooper left, it's like, who is Derek Carr throwing to now, really? And even though it's like they kind of lost their chemistry and everything, so hopefully he – Gain their chemistry back with Antonio Brown and everything. So, yeah. Bro, so you got it's a. I saw this stat that I noticed uh, with like guys who got traded. You know what I'm saying? To, to teams and everything, right? So, Wes Welker, Jarvis Landry, and uh, who the other ones? Brandon Marshall. So the previous year, the last year they was with their current team. So that was, uh, that would be for Jarvis Landry. That would be from going from the, the Dolphins to the Browns. Mm-hmm. I think for Brandon Marshall, it was when he left the Broncos, going to the Dolphins, and I can't remember exactly what team it was for Wes Welker. But basically, that last year that they was with their team, they had a, a hundred plus catches. Yeah. Um. So Brandon Marshall did. Wes Welker did. And of course, Jarvis Landry did. That next year with their next team, 
ain't did have none one of them. Brandon Marshall, Wes Welker, Jarvis Landry, uh, get a hundred receptions. So does A B break that trend or that's gonna keep happening that like he ain't gonna get a hundred catches again this year. Like, you know, he still as as bad as it seemed like him and Ben wasn't connecting and the whole I should have gone to Juju four times and all the things that they had going on. The man still had over a hundred catches. Fifteen touchdowns, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh half many yards. You know what I'm saying? Like he still went off, like even missing a game. Or two or however many games he missed. I don't know if he played off fifteen, but I know I mean we know he missed week seventeen. Well he didn't miss the week seventeen game as we now know, but yeah. you know that was that they don't be over 100 catches? Yeah, so basically, like, the, the year, the next year, when Brandon Marshall went to the Dolphins, he didn't have 100 catches. The next year, when Wes Walker left, I guess left the Broncos or left whoever, I don't I can't remember who it was exactly. The next year, he didn't have 100 catches. This past year, Jarvis Linger didn't have 100 catches. I mean, I look at it like this. I mean, like, when you go to a new team, like, it's a, I look at it as, like, a test run, like, it's a trial. And everything, so like you know, yeah, like AB, we know, we all know what AB can do, and everything. But it's like you know, he's in the he's in the AFC West, so I, I feel like he possibly could have over like a hundred a hundred catches and everything because it's like look at the cornerbacks he's going to be going against in that division. I mean, he's going to go against Casey Hayward. We done seen him go against Casey Hayward like a couple of times. Uh, Chris Harris Jr. That's gonna be a good matchup, and then it's like the Chiefs. They don't really have no corners they can possibly match up with Antonio Brown and uh, who I say Chiefs. Yeah, so yeah, I said Chiefs, Chargers, and um, Broncos. Yeah, so I feel like he possibly could, but at the same time though, you will have those teams like you know they will be more locked in on him because it's like Derek Carr really don't have no other weapons. Like besides Antonio Brown right now, I mean Tyrell Wills, he gonna get in there and do what like he's supposed to do, like you know a few games or whatever. But you know it's gonna be mainly like keying in on Antonio Brown. So I'm about fifty fifty on it. He'll get a hundred. Think so? Yeah, I think he'll get a hundred regardless. We've seen AB double covered and all that type of stuff, and um, it'll be different just because like I mean, like y'all said, it was there were more weapons at Big Ben's disposal uh, to throw to, so you could double cover A.B., but you have to worry about, you know, a Juju Smith or... or Darn Dar- James will light him up just like uh, that, how we watch yeah. it right now. You know a what Juju man? Smith or a, a um, Marquise Wheaton <laughs> or, you know, someone like that. Lady Bell come out of the backfield. So, uh, it might be a little bit harder, but I, 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 think, I think he'll still get... I think he'll still get 100 catches. I think he might. I think he'll break that trend. So, I'm not too worried about that one. For sure. So, that's one star receiver going to a next star receiver. Uh, but the trade that I'm pretty sure no, nobody saw coming, clearly, uh, the Odell Beckham trade, him going from the Giants to the Browns. Hey, I ain't allowed. When, when I first got the notification for it, I really thought this was a fake. I, like, I, 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 I really couldn't believe it, bro. I was like, nah, there's no way that the Giants are for real gonna trade arguably the best player on their team to Cleveland, and they did this. They, they did this. Yeah. Guilty as fuck. They did this. Like, 
bruh, I think I think everybody initially just freaked out. Like, how did this? Like, how did this happen? Basically, I, I don't know. Like, I don't crazy to me. Like. I didn't expect it to happen. I, I I still really don't understand why they even traded Odell Beckham Jr. Um, it and actually when it happened, I was talking to I was talking to Tay Tay mm-hmm. when it happened. Uh, when I first got that notification, I told him, and it was like it was just weird. Cause I mean, I mean, you got Jabril Pepper, so he'll he'll replace Landon Collins in, uh, at that strong safety position, but. Like you, I mean, Eli Manning's on his last leg. He needs to. It's time for him to go ahead and uh, hang him up. He's on his last leg. You just got uh, Saquon Barkley last year in the draft. Sterling Shepard. Um, Odell was hurt for a majority of the year last year, and now you, you know, you trade him to Cleveland. I, I I don't know what I've what I've heard and seen it was that in they wanted to change the culture of the locker room and they were leaning more towards Saquon Barkley doing that more so than uh, Odell Beckham Jr. But regardless of culture change or whatever, I'm I'm not trading Odell Beckham like there's no way I'm trading Odell Beckham Jr. away and you just paid him like. Yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. But that's just got said, paid. Though. Like they was like, we ain't yeah, signed this man to trade him. But it's like you, you, you just signed him to five years, ninety-five million dollars last year, and now you trade him. So you paying? I mean, you've heard it plenty of times. You paying him to play to play for another team? Like he's, you're gonna pay him to play for the Cleveland Browns? Shit, dumb. Honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. And he got in, and I'm going to go ahead and say this too. New York got more for Odell than the Steelers got for Antonio Brown because Antonio Brown ran his mouth. And the, and he he was able to talk his way and devalue himself enough to where anyone that traded for him, I mean, the Steelers weren't going to be able to really – they weren't going to be able to be too stingy on what they wanted just because of how much of a problem Antonio Brown seemed to be in the locker room. Yeah. And Odell Beckham didn't have that problem. Was it? Was it a? They, they, they got a first for him. Didn't they, they got a first. The Giants got a first, a third, and Jabril Peppers. That's yeah. A first, yeah, a third, first and, Jabril, third and, Jabril. and Jabril Peppers. So they got the Giants got way more, but. This is at this point. If if the Giants now that they have they have two first round picks now, if the Giants don't use a pick or if they don't get a quarterback, I don't know because that's that's the only thing that makes sense for me is that they traded Odell and got the first round pick to be able to try to trade up and get a quarterback. Now they're at the sixth spot, so I'm guessing maybe they're thinking that possibly Dwayne Haskins won't be there at number six. For them to draft, so maybe they're going to try to trade up in the draft to try, make sure they get him. But if they have done all of this and don't end up getting a quarterback, they they blew it. The front right. office blew. It. But I mean, like, what, 
If they trade up, the only spot they could probably go to is to two. Exactly, but that, I know Arizona's not gonna give up the one. Exactly, whatever. so that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's the only thing that makes sense. But which Haskins, is the, Haskins, I'm, in my opinion, I feel like Haskins will still be there. I think six. he'll be there too. I think he'll, he'll be at six be too. Six, I'm and really, let me see. Bro, San, San Francisco and the Jets and um, who, who else is in front of them? It's like San Francisco is at uh, two. I think the Jets is at three. Uh, I can't remember who at four, but like, bro, the, the, the next three four teams in front of New York are all gonna go defense. It's Car- Cardinals, 49ers, Jets, Raiders, Buccaneers. They're all gonna they're all gonna go defense. There, yeah, no one no one is going no one there's no one's go, going quarterback. The only one who I could see go quarterback that they would they wouldn't surprise me would be Temple. But Bruce Arians is basically saying like I'm, I'm rocking with Jameis right now. I think I can I can yeah, do the, something. With the Raiders him. have their quarterback. The Jets. They just got drafted Sam Donald. Yeah. You got uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G is in San Francisco. Yeah, like, so, I mean, outside of Arizona at one, no one else is possibly thinking quarterback. Until, so, until I'm not, yeah, so I don't I don't get it, but it, I don't know. That's just It doesn't help the offense. And really now, Saquon Barkley, especially he – we know now Saquon Barkley is, is the offense. 76 carries, 180 yards. <laughs> He's the, he's the, he's the offense. He's the offense for the Giants now. Now they still got gone test them shit. Look, man, look, no. It, I don't. I, I just I don't. But, I, didn't, okay. I didn't understand it. So about and deal with that though, right? So like, it seemed like at first getting rid of Odell, it makes it seem like bro, they post these posts like for real about the rebuild, and it's just gonna be safe on. But then they signed. They signed going to go take. take to that deal, and they signed for not for it's nine million a year. Like four years, thirty six. So million are they dollars. trying to rebuild, or is it just like, bro, they just want messing with Odell no more? Like, it's too many unquestioned answers. Too many yeah, answers unlift on question from this trade that happened, and it's, bro, like it, it. It looked like it was supposed to be. This just seemed like that this was supposed to be, to me. Odell, uh, Saquon. And whoever the quarterback be in the future, I feel like that, that that's, that's a, that's a, a good core to start with. That's a nucleus right there. It, that's your big three. They're, bro, like, they're so caught up into they're so caught up into Eli Manning though. Bruh, and what he, he's done. Bro, he, he, he's done all he can done, bro. It's over with. But I, I mean, trust it's I, over. I, hang it up. It, oh, I understand. And I agree. Then it's time to go ahead and move on. But they you know, they nostalgia. Uh, nostalgia in the front office is, uh, is killing them right now. Uh, They're killing I'm them not, right now. I'm not going to keep nobody. Because, they they, I mean, Saquon is going to be a problem in the league for a long time. Yeah, for sure. And him with Odell, definitely, I mean, you got that receiver, you got that receiver uh, running back tandem. You th- think about it, A.B. and Le'Veon. You had back in the day. You had Michael Irvin, Emmitt Smith. Now you got you know. The, all you need is a quarterback. It's, there's there's more that I'm probably missing. More attendance I'm probably missing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we have a we have a receiver and a running back in their prom. And I mean, Saquon Barkley is on his rookie deal. You just paid Odell. He just did his first year. I don't. I mean. There's plenty of time. I mean, upset, bro. Yeah, I think he got upset. He's tired, <laughs> tired of seeing the Eagles on highlights. 
no, no, on the wrong side of the house. I, no, no, no. I ain't seen I, the Falcons. I, I, I ain't seen the Falcons on the. <laughs> don't do it. Oh, y'all gonna be on there? Don't worry about we'll it. Yeah, we, we'll be on the right side of it, though. Um, nah, they probably gonna show that weak ass. Drew Brees did. Um, yeah, but like the Giants, it, just, it didn't make any sense for me for the Giants to trade him. Now the Browns, on the other hand, are elated. I'm Bro. like, I would be if I was a Browns fan, uh, I, I'd be name, doing backflips. Can you name that? Bro, name a bro. They offensive squad is ridiculous right now. Baker Mayfield, you correct well. Nick Chubb was starting then, you know, they have Kareem Hunt. Uh, he started his suspension. And you got Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., Sterling Shepard, David Njuku. Like, the offense is, uh, like, high-powered. Sterling Shepard. I'm sorry. Not Sterling Shepard. Antonio um, Callaway? Yeah, Antonio Callaway. I was just looking thinking of the Giants. Just imagine and, Corey Coleman would say. Yeah. I like Corey Coleman. I mean, they got they got they got a junkie too. Yeah, that's what's up. Oh yeah, the Nick Chubb run. He did go off on that game. But like, that's what cost us the playoffs. Yeah, but um, yeah, the the Browns, the Browns offense is is gonna be fun to watch, really. So do you have them? Um, We're not trying to move to Ooh, the next. Too much, too much good play. I mean, you can't go. Yeah, we're free food. We're free food. Yeah. So do y'all have them win the AFC North? Yep. Too much dip on your chip there, bro. Who? Oh, for that? Too much dip on your chip there, bro. I got to win the division. Bro. I don't know yet. I don't know. No, yet. I was at. I, was I mean, I'm saying I don't know y'all. I'm not answering your question. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I know. I know. Hans, how you looking at it? It's like it's oh, good on paper. I mean, yeah, it's good on paper. I know you looking at it like well, shit. We looking at it like well, the Steelers just lost their two best players. So you thinking you thinking they're taking a step back? Uh, I, don't, I don't even think you that. already, you already, maybe that's what I'm saying, maybe. Yeah. But I mean, like you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you uh, can't forget about them though. I mean, the Bengals for sure is probably gonna be the seller team now. Like they're rebuilding for sure. Um, I mean, you can't forget about the Ravens because you know they won the division. I mean, it's just to see what happens with what, what Lamar Jackson is gonna do on the offensive side of the ball, and they just lost a few, a few of their core defensive players too. Even though they got some back in the free agency. Um, or whatever they made some free agency signings too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's still up in the air. I mean, on, on on paper, Cleveland looks like real talk. Cleveland look like they ain't got they don't have too many holes. Like on both sides of the box, even yeah. on the defensive side, Bradley Chubb, Miles Garrett on your defensive line. Uh, now I don't know, but I don't know much Bradley about that line. Bradley Chubb. I'm sorry, not Bradley Chubb. Who am I thinking of? Who? They got somebody else on the defensive line. Um, I can't remember. That's what they should have drafted. That's why I say Bradley Chubb. But that's yeah. Not, but I mean, Denzel Ward. But yeah, Miles Garrett, Denzel uh, Ward, Jamarius Randall. Yeah, yeah, Jamarius Randall. Um, in their secondary. I mean, it ain't too many. Yeah, it ain't too many holes that they got on the uh, on the on the defensive side of the ball neither. But I mean, I probably maybe their linebacking core. But like, they can address like, that in the draft. Yeah, they can address that in the draft. It's, it, but I mean, like how I broke it down to you the other day. I mean, I look at it like this: It's like when you were saying Pittsburgh, like the division is up for grabs. But I'm gonna break it down like this: It's like Pittsburgh, like yes, they lost AB and Le'Veon, but the main thing I like about Pittsburgh is like they draft young receivers, and it's like they throw those young receivers in that fire early. So like you know, if something does happen. You know, like somebody miss some games or like somebody gets traded or something like that. They have like, you know, 
they have ammunition. They have them backups and everything. Like prime example when like Martavis Bryant rookie year, it was A B, Martavis Bryant, Marcus Wheat. Okay, both of them left. Now you have like Eli Rogers and like you had Sammy Coates, all them. Like guys who's been in that fire mm-hmm. and like you know that can actually produce and everything. So prime example, like A B is gone. You had like James, you had James Washington from Oklahoma State. You still got Ryan Swisher. Like so you still kinda got some like, you know, Pittsburgh still got some weapons on the offensive side and everything. But if they wanna win that division, it's like they gotta do something defensive wise too, because it's like, you know, if Jarvis Landry and Odell play this season fully healthy, like how are you gonna be able to cover both of them? Especially with the type of defense like Pittsburgh plays, like you try to play a zone man, like, no, that's not gonna it's not gonna work. Because, I mean it's like Joe Hayne, he's still a decent corner, but he's not like what he what he used to be. And everything's like, you know, and then so, yeah, with the Browns, like, you know, they don't have too many, like, you can just point something out where they missing something. At. And then it's like the Ravens, they forever going, they still going to be themselves. I feel like they, it's going to be interesting to see how Mark Ingram produces with them. And then Earl Thomas being like their defensive anchor for them now, like, it's a huge plus. So I say it's up for grabs, except for I still got the Bengals finishing last place. We already know what they do. They can start after they can start the season ten and zero, and they lose their last six and find a way to miss the playoffs. I, I mean, they got hurt a lot last year. Yeah, yeah, it's different. My boy uh, AJ Green was hurt. Man, I got I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I got Cleveland winning, and I'm not gonna lie. It, it'll be between them and Baltimore. Um, I don't think I don't think Pittsburgh. Uh, surprise! I'm surprised. I'm saying this. I don't think Pittsburgh. I don't think Pittsburgh could be in the. Uh, this man here, so yeah. I don't think Pittsburgh would be in the uh, Joe in the race, man. I, I don't think so. I, Cleveland just they just look highest point. Ooh, like I said, they got to play the game. You know, you got to you got to play the game, stuff like that. But I I just I don't know, man. Cleveland was right there fighting for a playoff spot yep. late late in the season last year, and now you add the you know. You had these weapons. Yeah, yeah I mean, you had yeah. these weapons on offense. I, I ain't think about like, that. I, I'm glad they you were, said they that. were fighting for a playoff spot, bro. right? And maybe if they didn't tie with uh, tie with Pittsburgh, or, you know, the first game of the year, and some of those other games they lost, maybe they could have, you know, turned us into W's. They easily. You never been, know. Uh, you so you know so. They easily, first glance, they easily could have been nine and seven. I think nine. I think nine and seven got you in the playoffs this year in the AFC. Nah, I think. I think. Indy was ten to six. They was sixty. I think it was ten to six. So it would have been close, but like, Indy was a sixty. I believe so. Yeah. Yo, they were sixty. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. They were sixty because yeah, they played wins, the Chiefs. Ten wins didn't get them in. Well, I mean, I, first I, the reason why I say nine to seven off, off top because I know like yeah the tie if the tie didn't happen they probably would have won that. And then Maybe. they and, and then, then the game and against and the Saints. The, yeah, and if the kicker didn't miss that easy, uh, them two extra points. In the field um, yeah, goal. They yeah, they would have beat So, them, you know, that's orders. what I'm saying. I'm like, I mean, they were right there, man. They were right there. So, I think I think that uh, – I think I think the Browns going to make the playoffs, bro. I think the Browns are going to make the playoffs this year. That's going to be crazy to see. Yeah, it is. Team I, that's been I don't remember ever and, seeing and, them. And, 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 they got a, and they get a third-place schedule, too. That, yeah. kind of, that helps them out a lot. They get a don't have play. To. Yeah, they get a yeah, they get a third place schedule. Yep. So they they not even playing like all the top teams. Play them about water here. Play a, a division and or whatever, but I don't know. Um 
I saw you mentioned all these these scenarios. These Mark Mark Ingram and, and other guys like that, Earl Thomas and uh, those guys. So far, uh, what's the best free agency signing that y'all you know that you're liking? Whether it's for your team or another team that you just noticed, what's like the best free agency signing that you've seen so far? And what's the one where you're like? You're proud that this guy got his money, but is he gonna produce like he like they pay him? Does he really make the team better or or what? Can I go first? I don't know. Who well, the one I'll say I'm kind of glad. I want to say I want to say I'm kind of glad he got his money, but it's like when I looked at like Twitter po- tweets and. Like stuff did comparisons. I want to say Le'Veon because Le'Veon was saying like you know he needed a hundred mil or something like that to play like for New York or whatever. Like we don't know if he was serious and he was just joking or whatever. But it's like you know, and then they compared to what he getting now with signing for New York compared to if he would have been franchise tag like with Pittsburgh in which he would have like had more if he would just say with the franchise tag and everything. But I mean, overall, how I look at that, him going to New York, like, I want to say he makes the team better, but it's like, I don't, still don't trust Sam Donald and everything. So, I mean, because you have some decent receivers in Robbie Anderson and Jermaine Curse, and it's somebody else there, too, I forget, but it's like, you know, is Le'Veon still going to be able to, is he still going to have the same production as he, like, had in, like, Pittsburgh? Like, you know, been that, that dual threat running back. They signed uh, Jameson Crowder, too. That's what Yeah, that's what it was. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, Sam Donald, he has a few weapons and everything, but I don't think it's those type of weapons that's going to take the attention off Le'Veon to where, like, you know, Le'Veon can stack up them yards and everything like that. So, it's like he's going to be keyed in a lot and everything. But it's just just going to be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting. I I, I mean, to, to get on that, though, about I I noticed that on Twitter too how like everybody was like comparing comparing and tried to you know pretty much like clown on this stuff <laughs> and tried to like clown them because like oh they saying oh oh okay it's four years fifty two and a half million so that's only like thirteen thirteen and a quarter a year or whatever averaging yeah nah it's a pick play bro pi it's a pick play it was just a dumb call so just ran the ball and y'all know y'all know we talking about y'all. Y'all ain't gonna be able to see this on video, which I know what game we talking about. And y'all said they should have just ran the ball, <laughs> so we ain't got to go into that one. They should just ran the ball. But uh, I just feel like I just okay. It would have been thirteen. It's thirteen and a quarter that he's making or whatever there. But I think the thing he was worried about was was the guaranteed money. Yeah, the guaranteed money. And I know people saying, oh, if you signed the franchise tag, it would have been fourteen point one for the franchise tag. But you also do have to factor in, which is what kind of what Le'Veon kind of already spoke upon in his press conference. Well, it wasn't a press conference, but a conference call that they had or whatever. Say, all right, he signs that tag. He, you know what I'm saying? He signs that, that, that tag uh, for that 14.1 mil. Say week six. I don't, I don't know when they buy week goods, but say week six, he gets hurt. Uh, shoulder injury or hamstring or you know even worse torn torn ACL or something like that 
He ain't seeing that fifty two mil nope. this summer that mm-hmm. he just got. And to me, I don't know how how this is I don't know how y'all look at it or how y'all wanna look at it or how other people do look at it. To my knowledge, the purpose of the franchise tag is for you to take the tag to have the tag to basically say that we're trying to work on a long-term deal with this person. Yep. And the thing is, is that he it wasn't more so about the actual contract. Because, yes, his contract actually for Pittsburgh was even more big, was way bigger for sure. It was like, it was like what, another five years for 70 mil mm-hmm. or something like that? But he was only going to get 13 guaranteed. He's going to get 35, I think, 30-something now. Like He's going to get like 30-something guaranteed from from the Jets and I look at it like this he's playing in the position where the average is really like four years so he's already past the average of what a running back would normally last in the NFL already he's what he's, how old is Le'Veon like 27 26 26, 26, 26 27 they turned 27 you feel me so statistics say the numbers say in about three more years he's gonna be old news washed up they say by the time running back hit 29 30 it's a problem that might not be that him for him in his case for him taking a year off. And on top of that, and on top of that, I think it just depends on like what kind of injuries and, and everything like that 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 would that would happen. I don't think that that would be a problem. But I do have an issue with the whole like the the, friend, the whole franchise tag thing. The whole I, to me, I I always feel like the purpose of it is to get a long term deal done. And if you don't get it done within the next year, I'm not gonna sign it again either. Yeah, they, that's the, that's they franchise tag them twice. Yeah, that's just, that's just, and that's the same thing that Demarcus Lawrence is going through in Dallas. Like he's telling you, like, okay, you franchise tag me last year. They're basically telling me the franchise tag is telling me that you want you want to try to sign me to a long term deal, not to just keep me for one year every year. That's like that's that's retarded, almost in a sense, in my opinion. I don't think a, a franchise tag is supposed to be something where. It's just to put in place for that one one important time, and we're, we're trying to get something long term. It shouldn't be I shouldn't be signing two tags, three tags, to finally you know to finally want to get my deal. Like I don't you know what I'm saying like he don't. Like, the numbers say he ain't got but like another two three more years left before he's old and washed up, and now they need another running back. So Le'Veon, my boy, I commend you. Get your money, man. I don't have an issue with you going to the Jets, getting that money. Um, I know one thing, Titans fans probably would have been sick if you went to the Colts because they would have never made the playoffs ever again. (laughs) They would have never made the playoffs. So, I I, I mean, but for me, but for me, the deal that uh, I'm happy that Le'Veon got that deal, but the one that got me really is Nick Foles. Um, That hurt me. I, I feel you. I know that hurts oh, you. Yeah, that hurts man. you. Man, oh, my God. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I know I, that hurts you. I know that hurts you. Cross the woods can't stay healthy. But I mean, bro, like, we'll we, we, we get to that. Don't I look mean, over. Don't look over. All right, bro. That's cute. All right, see, look. So does, so does the equipment staff? Yep. Okay, yep. so what do you mean? Right, but, yep. Y'all gave y'all yep. equipment staff hope two, three years right, ago. They got an NFC championship ring. It's something. It's a consolation. Yeah, yeah, man, that's super. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, Carson that's Wentz 
Devontae Freeman lost for y'all. He did. Right, he know, he I, did. And I, I don't blame him. Right. No, it's cool. It's, it's cool. I'm about to tie it's him, cool. bro. I ain't going to lie. No, I'm, I'm in bro. smoke mode anyway, so I'm, like I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm like in smoke this. mode I'm anyway. I'm good. Never mind. I'm in smoke mode anyway. Yeah, I'm so like this, bro. This man here always got something to say. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. I mean, I feel like. I don't, I don't want to say that the Jaguars overpaid him, but I feel like they didn't have to give him that much because nobody else really wanted him outside of Jacksonville. I didn't think nobody had to give him. I don't think they had to give him twenty two mil like that a year. I mean, you know, because it's, it's four year eighty eight, four year eighty eight million. They must have seen something that we didn't see. I mean, that I mean, I mean, yeah, but I'm like at this, I'm like you basically, like when you signed him, you got rid of Blake Bortles, so now you're basically saying like you putting this into you putting. This franchise for these next four years into the hands of Nick Foles, and and we know like okay yes, the things he's done in the playoffs and the Super Bowl and everything like that the year he had in twenty thirteen, it's nice. But he can also have them them games where he out there throwing the ball around like he me, and that ain't good. Yeah. So I mean like I don't know. And I mean, like the defense. I mean, nothing, nothing too much has changed on the defensive side of the ball. So, I can, I mean, I can kind of see where they're looking at. I mean, Leonard Fournette was a healthy last year. They actually missed. They actually missed like a two or three of their best receivers. Like, uh, well, yeah, Marquise Lee was out. Yeah. Um. Marquise Lee was out. Yeah. Allen Robinson wasn't there anymore. Allen Robinson, um, when he signed with he signed with Chicago. No, Allen Robinson. Yeah, no, Allen Robinson. I was about to sign with. No, Allen Robinson is in Chicago. And Hearns signed with Hearns um, was to Dallas. With Dallas, yeah. Hearns so. was to Dallas. But, I mean, they had Marquis. I mean, the receivers they got aren't big nine receivers. I mean, Marquis Lee is probably the best returning receiver that they got. But like I said, he was hurt most of the time. DJ Shark, you know, young receiver. I don't, I don't even know the rest of their receivers. So I mean, you know, like. Thing, thing, things can change. I mean, but probably, but probably, what's gonna happen is is they're still probably gonna lean heavily on Leonard Fournette for sure. Oh, yeah. But now they feel like they got a, a a doable quarterback that could at least make that passing game respectable. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and the OC that's down in Jacksonville now, uh, Filippo, was the OC for them for Philly yep. uh, when they won the Super Bowl. So I mean, it ain't like Nick Foles is going into a new offense and not like that. Like he. he he knows some stuff, so I mean, they they, they 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 should be straight. They should be straight. I just we've seen it so many times, especially here recently. Jimmy G, ACL injury. Brock Osweiler got seventy two mil and ain't didn't do jack. Didn't do nothing. Ryan Tannehill got paid all that money. Now he's a backup for the Titans probably now. So I mm-hmm. mean, like you know what I'm saying? It's like it's been so many, it's been so many of these quarterbacks that got paid. They and jail. they haven't done nothing, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, is that gonna be another? Is that gonna be another repeat? Like, if somebody, you know, what I'm saying, is somebody gonna come? Like, and I mean, I, I get, I can't throw Jimmy G in there, in there like that anyway, because I mean, he only played with two, three games last year before he got hurt. So I guess that's still up in the air. But uh, can y'all? I'm saying, can you think of how many recent free agency, free agent quarterbacks who got paid and actually don't they supposed to do? Outside of probably Peyton when he left from Dem- from from Indy to Denver, or Kurt, or Kurt Warner when he left and signed with from Arizona. the Giants to Arizona. Yeah, I mean, did you just say Case Keenum? It was a joke. Oh, 
So, no, I mean, wait, he in Washington now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be competing with Alex Smith. No, Alex, Alex Smith is not, no. It's going to be him and Cole McCoy. Alex Smith right there, no more? No, Alex Smith. He might not even be able to play. Oh, yeah. He might not even be able to play again right now. It's a wrap. Yeah. Prayers to Alex Smith. Speed recovery. Play? What about the Soulja Brothers? Play? Nah. Let me see. Nick Foles, though? Yeah, I feel like, you know, but I kind of feel like Blake Boards must be, like, have the face right now because, like, they got rid of him and they paid another quarterback. Like you know, he getting twenty two mil a year and everything. Like Blake Bros might be feeling like, dang, they're supposed to be me. Like, you I know, mean, they paid him last year though. But, just I mean, yeah, he's he terrible. And he's not. He hasn't been good since his rookie year. And I had high hopes for him. Yeah, I like him coming did. out of Baylor. But yeah, uh, oh, you see up, you see up. But, uh, Tripping, bro. Yeah, I got there. my stuff. Oh, That's Bryce Petty. Yeah. I like him, too. Where is Bryce Petty now? Oh, shut nah, up. Nah, I think he played for uh, the AAF, bro. But, um, mm, we don't all right. About that too. So, uh, anybody that's listening to Sanders show on the radio knows, uh, born in Atlanta, uh, born in Atlanta, grew up a, Falcons fan. I like the moves that the Falcons have made. Um, as far as they've been guards, they've been, they've been low key. They've been low key. What's up, man? Making guards. Hey, don't, don't start. Don't start. Don't start. Don't start. We been. We we needed. We, we, we need. We need to buffer that offensive line, and they've done that. Signing two guards. Um, I like both. Both those signs that they have. Uh, they've made James Carpenter and. Um, the Carpenter pickup I like for real. James Carpenter and I can't remember the other guy's name. But two guards, two physical guys that can help um, with the run game and help keep Matt Ryan upright. The um, so I'm not gonna harp on that too much. I like the moves that the Falcons have made. Yeah. As long as they take care of what they got to take care of in the draft, um, as far as on the defensive side of the ball, will be will be good. But as far as the signing that didn't, that was kind of had me scratching my head. Was Latavius Murray signing with the uh, yeah, with the Saints for four years? Like they signed Latavius Murray for four back years, back. four years, sixteen million. Uh, it was like fourteen. Like so 14. I mean, so I mean, about maybe eight, maybe about not eight, the money eight, that surprised me, but the length years. of time. I mean, four yeah. years, and I mean Latavius Murray isn't a he's not a he's probably about the same age as Le'Veon. And he, I mean, he hasn't had really a great year, probably about two years. And like you said, you, I mean, he's he's going to be a backup because Alvin Kamara is, Baldwin. he's the starter. I mean, no doubt. He's and I just, yeah, and I just like how the chemistry that Mark Ingram and and uh, Kamara had together back there in that backfield. Now maybe they're thinking kind of a, because with Ingram and Kamara, it's kind of a thunder and lightning type of deal. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're thinking, you know, bringing Latavius in, it would be the same thing. Why they let go of Mark Ingram, I, I don't know. And I don't understand, but I'm guessing uh, I'm guessing that they see something, they saw something in Mark Ingram that they didn't like. They wanted to go ahead and get, get rid of him, and Latavius Murray was, was the guy to pick up, but that, that signing kind of uh, Follow me, no doubt, no doubt. Really. 
Um, I'll say, well, one, I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see Odell with Cleveland because I feel like yeah. that was a trade, though. Oh, well, oh you talking about free agency pickup? Yeah. Uh, land the cards to Washington. Oh, yeah. I, I like that because, I mean, yes, this, I, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan for anybody that watches the show. If you didn't know, now you know. But I feel like, you know, Landon Collins going to Washington is a huge deal. I feel like he has a, a extra boost to their defense, like, versus when DJ Swearinger was there. Of course, DJ Swearinger balled no, out. I'm about to say, don't, don't be No, 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 I'm saying DJ Swearinger, <laughs> no. DJ Swearinger balled out for sure. Let but no, let no. DJ Swearinger balled out for sure, but yeah. this is Landon Collins, another yeah. level. So, like, you know, yeah. and then it's like, I like how he has the inspiration of wanting to follow, follow in Sean Taylor's footsteps. And if you all don't watch Landon Collins, like he kind of plays like him to an extent. Nah, yeah. He plays like him, actually. So him being in Washington, like kind of chasing that legacy and trying to live up to that legacy, like, you know, it's going to be something interesting and exciting to watch as well and everything. So, yeah. <laughs> and, and just a quick update, uh, Michigan State beat Michigan. To, uh, in hockey, in the uh, big ten tournament, here. nah, the, in the big yeah, in the big ten tournament, yeah. So, who won the SEC championship? Auburn, what? Beat Tennessee exactly. by twenty. Wow, that's I watched funny. That game. You didn't watch the game? Nah, I didn't. Yeah, nah, that that's, was a, that that's was a so. Good. That is so ironic. Yeah, how Bruce Pearl. <laughs> yeah, Bruce, Bruce Pearl, Pearl came back and beat and Tennessee. Yeah, by twenty points. It was. Damn. Let me make by sure 20? the score. 84-64. Yo, sheesh. First championship for Auburn since 1985. Damn. Yeah, so. Uh-oh. All right. One, one more. I said one more football topic, and we're going to switch it to, to the hardwood floor. What's um, <laughs> Basketball, fool. Basketball is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking, like, speaking of excitement, uh well I guess it could be exciting, never know. Speaking of excitement though, uh the AFF, the AAF has a new quarterback, y'all. Johnny Manziel. Johnny Manziel Football. Johnny Football is gonna be in the nine on one. He's gonna be in the nine on one. So the Memphis Express claimed them off the waivers. I'm gonna tell you, um, they was the first team. They I think they were first they were first they were first in line in the waiver what I think they got the worst league in the Worst record in the league, or one of the worst records. Uh, dude, how many more chances is this man gonna get? I mean, you know, I'm gonna tell struggling you. in the NFL, went to the CFL. He now, now don't get me wrong, the team he was doing good in the, CFL, but the team he went to in the CFL was garbage. Montreal, yeah. Montreal was terrible. It wasn't. A, it wasn't Wait, one of the best. He got teams. banned from. Canada, but he got y'all. banned from the CFL. Like he got banned from Canada. Like. The whole CFL. Like what did the, he do? The league. I don't, I don't remember, but the league man. Jerry Jones. I, I can't remember exactly what it was. But so Jerry it's Jones. a. I, I, don't, I don't know how many more chances he's gonna get, but I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm kind of, I'm kind of over the whole Johnny Manziel saga. Is he gonna make it back to the league? What is he gonna? Oh do? no! Like I'm, I'm telling you now, the NFL is done for for him. Like, I'm just, well, it's just his football, like. He's just, it just seemed like he can't get it together. Like, you tried it in the NFL, it didn't work. You go to the CFL and you get booted out of, the, like, the the league office says you cannot play for any other CFL team 
So now you try, you know, for essentially the G League or the NFL. Call that job the G League. I mean, that's, that's kind of what it is. Kind of what it is. Oh, I mean, but like, Memphis, the thing is, brother, Memphis team needed a quarterback because, well, okay, Hacken, Hackenberg is trash. Christian Hackenberg was a starter for Memphis Express. Yeah. Um, I thought he got hurt, so he just wasn't playing well. Oh, uh, well, what probably they, both. What did they play at Liberty Bowl? Yeah, they played at Liberty Bowl. Probably both. But, um, I think he got hurt. Zach Mettenberg was actually the starter these last few games, and he actually the one that gave them their first win. But he got hurt in their last game yesterday, like the first play. And they third stringer was like this dude I've never heard of. Yeah. So, like, Memphis needed a quarterback. It's, that's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. But, but I don't know. I mean, hey, all this feels if he can't make it in the AFF, AAF, I mean, he can go to XFL and they come back. <laughs> he can go to XFL and they come back. He, he can play for the main Mr. Man. Mr. Man and they'll come back. Vince need to focus on the WWE. Had him, hey. They, I heard, the, but the XFL is coming back, though. It's coming back. But it's gonna, I heard it's going to be uh, – a little less extreme than it was the first time it was here. The first, that's it. I don't know. We was like super young when it first was here. Yeah. When, the, when the, the first was here, so you know, instead of a coin toss, they made one player from each team start from like I think the from the goal line, and they ran to like the fifty or something like that to midfield to get the ball. And whoever got the ball is who got who got whoever received the basically whoever received the ball. It's what teams got the ball first. And I think somebody like separated their shoulder on there, and he missed like the rest of the season. So that was like, dang, that was pretty stupid to do it like that. So they might not do it as much like that. But somebody, uh, somebody like whatever guardian angel Johnny Mazel has, I, I need it. Like privilege, mm-hmm. um, but we don't talk about that. So that's what they did. Yeah, man. Come on, dog. Come on now. Come on, y'all. Real talk, bro. Johnny Manziel getting this many chances, bro. I hear you. And after he's really, like, honestly, to a certain extent, he's been blowing it himself. When there's – we ain't going to get into that, though. We ain't gonna, nah, this is my podcast. I ain't got no restrictions. I can say what I want to say out here. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, man. Come on now. A man like Johnny Manziel, who ain't even doing what he's supposed to do right, can get these many chances. But, you know, we got a man – and Colin Kaepernick. Well, there's a thing with him with the AFF that they the AF, AAF that they said where they ain't want to. Uh, he wanted like twenty. He wanted like twenty mil a year or something like that or something like. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that, that something like that. But you get my gist. It's like they went. They well, they say they reached out to him, but I don't know. But it's just kind of like you got guys whose foot don't even. Chris Sims is still playing for for AAF. Why is Chris Sims still trying to play football? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I heard why is he trying to What's called? Colin Kaepernick might have signed something. I think they might have been fake or something. They were saying they were talking like the Bengals was talking about. Something. Oh no, that was that was fake. That wasn't yeah, a, that wasn't no real Bleacher Report because the Bleacher it was spelled Bleacher was spelled the same way, but Report was spelled with like an A. Mm-hmm. And that's why I I'm glad like, I, went, I need like to bring report. that up because folks were going crazy about like trust me, y'all. Adam Schefter would have been all over that. You know what? You know him, Rappaport, Mike Garofalo, all them guys would have been all over on that. Hey, come on now. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, the times that Johnny has played, he hasn't really just done anything too spectacular. So I'm not really, I'm not really just 
I'm like, yeah, Johnny Football, you know, Johnny Menzel, he's playing in the AF now. Like, okay, this is his third league. Uh, I don't know how many teams. I ain't gonna lie, no cap, though. Him being at Memphis kind of make me want to. Yeah, just I mean, see. he'll probably he'll sell some tickets, though. Just to see, show. yeah. He'll definitely see. sell some tickets for And the, I mean, uh, the, 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 if, I mean, if he's, if he's still, like, you know, in good shape and everything like that, he might be. 80%, he might be better than 80% of the guys that's out there, honestly. Like, on the field, you know what I'm saying? If he still got those yeah. natural uh, uh, talents he that, that lost he had and hadn't really lost anything, you know what yeah. I'm saying? He might be a vote. He might be a little bit, still a little bit better than um, a lot of those guys. But I don't know. We'll see. But Basketball. today is, yeah, for sure. He ready. He ready to talk it. Uh, today is Selection Sunday for the NCAA tournament. Um, matter of fact, I think it's starting at six. I think. Might be getting revealed right now as we mm-hmm. speak, y'all. Good. It might be on ESPN getting revealed right now. Uh, I ain't got watching ESPN, so yeah, man, I can't. I can, I can see it real quick. But it might be, it might be coming, it might be starting right now, which would be pretty cool if that's the case. Um. All I know is, is yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, who's that? Snooty Wild? Yup. Yeah. Never. I don't look nothing like no Snooty Wild dog. Okay, so I'm so we'll, we'll we'll do this as as they as the, probably like another what about twenty no about another hour maybe probably that they're gonna do it. Uh, Zion came back and took the ACC tournament over. So Duke got the automatic bid. Uh, shout out to Murray State. Ja, ja Morant. They lost the rights in the championship the game, so, so, so they'll probably, they'll probably be NIT. Because I doubt, I doubt they'll give CUSA two bids in, in the women's bracket. You know they probably should. They should, but they'll probably get NIT. They'll probably get NIT. They probably be one seed too. Yeah, it'll probably get a, they'll probably, they might get a one or a two seat for sure. Um, let's see. I think all the autom- I don't think they got all the automatic bids. All the automatic bids I think are in now because the last who I think Michigan Michigan State was the last game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Michigan Michigan State was the last game. Yeah, so Cincinnati got an automated bid, Michigan State, Auburn, Georgia State, St. Louis, Yale is going to the to the NCAA tournament. Who else? Who else is gonna be? Yeah, so Murray State out of the OBC, Gardner Webb out of the Big South, Liberty out of the A Sun, Bradley from Missouri Valley, Warford from the Southern Conference. I ain't gonna go through all these teams like that. I ain't gonna lie. St. Mary's from the West Coast Conference. Dog, Iowa State won the Big 12 Conference. Dog on Kansas. They, Don't they, get me yeah, they beat Kansas Within in the title game. I talked about that play. That's probably gonna be a. That's probably a, that's probably a big steal. That's that's good. That's what got taken out. Um, I think for the most part, teams who were supposed to win that conference. Tournament won it except for except for Washington. Oregon got an automatic bid in now. They they won the Pac-12 conference. Washington, probably, Washington, Washington, Washington might get in, but that's um, 
basically like like a team like a uh, Belmont who basically ran through OVC the whole conference. I mean they lost. I mean they lost to Murray in the conference championship final, but I'm pretty sure they might not. They probably won't put Belmont in. You know what they say? Nah, I mean I I mean just because I'm looking at all these other automatic bids, like I'm pretty sure Iowa State wasn't. I don't know if Iowa State was a lock or not. Uh, a lock or not in the Big Twelve to get in. Cause Texas was like on the bubble. St. Louis stole St. Louis stole a spot in the eighteen for sure because St. Louis is like a five seed. Yeah, that conference tournament. Yeah. Uh, I mean, other than, I mean, other than that, everybody else I think who's supposed to win that conference tournament won that conference tournament. Old Dominion won in the conference USA. Uh, Villanova won in the Big East. I mean, teams is really like on the bubble are gonna be teams like Texas and. Uh, Alabama, because they didn't probably go too deep as they needed to go to in the uh, in their conference tournament to kind of sure up a spot. Um, but I think I think for the most part, everybody else's team should be straight, should be in. Uh, it looked like Belmont might get in. I seen stuff saying Belmont might be the first four in. Oh, and Duke is uh, the the uh, the uh, number one overall seed. For the tournament, yeah, you know, that, yeah, they're probably number one overall seed. Look right now, Michigan State. Well, what region is this? This probably be this probably Midwest or the East. Let me see. This might be. It's uh, Jacksonville. Yeah, it's the East region. It's the region. East region. Right now, you got Michigan State as two. LSU is the three. You got Louisville, Minnesota, Maryland. Belmont has a play-in. That's what it is. So they might be the last. They so, might. They might get them as the last four. So Belmont they might be the last four. Has in. to play Temple to get into the tournament. They have to beat the Temple Owls to get into the tournament. Hey, this is the best time of the year. Right? This is going to be a crazy little two weeks watching this tournament, bro. Because you know the upset is probably going to happen. Oh yeah. Um, I can see Belmont upsetting somebody if they if they get out if they get past their, their play-in game. Yeah. I can see them upsetting somebody. Um, don't worry, I'll be setting my bracket up as soon as all this is done. Facts. I don't. Know, I think I think it's top heavy though. I, I can't see I can't see I can't see no lower seeded team until I, I guess until the matchups. I can't see no lower seeded team. Um, Lower seed as well, how like what, past six? like eleven. Okay, eleven. Well, yeah, probably even past like seven, maybe to even. Well, I want to say lower seed. I'm talking about like the the, the nine nine, nine to sixteen. Through, yeah, nine to sixteen. I exactly. can't see them like making a deep run to mm-hmm. like a sweet sixteen. I I feel like the top teams are just too heavy. It's too top heavy this year. I think you're gonna see like the the, the matchups that you want to see. Like you know, if you get to see like a you might see like a, a, I don't know, like a, a Duke Kansas or something like that. Mm-hmm. And these like in your Sweet Sixteens, Elite Eights or whatever. I think you're gonna see a lot of those um, this year. I don't, I don't think there's gonna be too many continuous upsets. Like it might be, you know, like a three C might get upset, a four C probably, a five will definitely go down. A five is gonna go down for sure in the five. I, don't, I can't. A twelve is gonna upset a five somewhere down the line. That's gonna happen. Um, but outside of that, I, don't, I think. I think it's top heavy, and I feel like it, it, I hate to say it, I think it's Duke's championship to lose. Yeah, I just thought about something. Michigan State 
isn't a one seed. Michigan State is a two. Is a two seed. They probably Michigan, still give a one to Gonzaga. But I'm I'm not understanding that because Michigan State, they showed the stat earlier. Michigan State was sixteen and five versus the BPI top fifty teams. Yeah, like sixteen and five. That's they played twenty one teams in the top fifty and only lost five games. And you and they won the conference. They beat Michigan twice. How, I, I'm, I don't. I don't know. And if they give it to Gonzaga. Did they name, I, let me say, did they name out the other one season? We just know about. I don't think so. We just know about. Okay. Even, I think even though Duke is. Duke is no overall. overall. I can. Let me see. Oh, Virginia got the second one seed. Oh, so yeah. They got oh, they gave two ACC teams a one seed. So Duke and Duke and Duke and Virginia, Virginia. Which possibly means Gonzaga might be still a one seed. If they gave two. ACC teams on one seed, they might have given them. They might have given them that. I don't know. That's crazy. Uh, Kentucky and Tennessee are two seeds. Mm. Yeah, oh, that, that that for sure means Gonzaga is a one. Kentucky and Tennessee is both two seeds. Kentucky, I mean, yeah, Gonzaga for sure is a one seed. Well, we know what one seed gonna be the first one to go then. Well, no, nah, no, we don't. Cause last, wasn't it like, was that last year? Virginia lost as a one seed. Yep. And then back again as a one seed. Yeah, they might have, might be having nightmares. Well, I don't think you, and, I don't think you and BC in the tournament this year. I don't think they are either. They ain't gotta worry about it's, that. They still might be. They ain't gotta worry about that. We'll, we'll come back to, to college basketball. Let's go to the NBA. So, the situation that happened with Russell Westbrook and that fan in Utah, um, very serious situation. And as, I mean, as uh, Russell said plenty of times before, especially in Utah, he said the fans are very ruthless. So, do y'all think the NBA needs to uh, – Kind of implement something as far, or should the team and the franchise in itself should implement something to where uh, they need to, something stuff needs to be monitored. What fans are saying to players? Yeah, I think they gotta. Uh, it's a problem, you know. Fans are gonna talk trash. And it's different in football. You know, I play football. It's different in football because the fans are further away. So. Fans can talk trash, but in the NBA, I mean, you sit on the bench and fans are literally right there behind you. They can almost touch you if they wanted to. And so um, there definitely needs to be some, some things where, yo, Virginia's no one seen the Um Yeah, there definitely needs to be some things where uh, the home team and stuff like that, or even, I mean, the traveling away team, you know, have some type of security and stuff for the players, cause some some people are crazy, and the, the you know what happened with Russ. I mean, it happens a lot. Russ is a fiery guy, and you're not just gonna be able to talk to Russell Westbrook any type of way without him saying anything. Yeah. And so, um, what he said, I mean, 
He might have crossed the line a little bit. I don't mean to interrupt, but I'm just looking at this ticker as we're watching the television. Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to the Dolphins, y'all. Mm-hmm. You know, I, seen I didn't know that. Oh, no, I didn't. I couldn't even see it. I'm drowning fantasy. No, God, no. Anyway. No, nah, but I agree with what Capri is saying because, like, this type of thing, it really should have, like, this situation, in my opinion, could have been avoided. Because, like, this type of stuff has been going on in the league for the longest. Prime example, that year when uh, LeBron. How was Oregon the twit? I'm sorry. That year when LeBron returned to Cleveland and they played Golden State in the NBA Finals. Patch was trash this year. Yes. And LeBron returned to Cleveland. They played against Golden State. We all seen the video. Hey, LeBron, how it feels to be a, you yeah. know, watch your mouth, woman. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, you know, it should have. Like, I'm pretty sure it's been stuff that's been going on even before then. But that could have been one that should have been like, you know, okay, we need to find something to like, you know, yeah, to stop all this. Because LeBron, he's not like, he's not like Russ. He's not going to say Explode something right then, right then yeah. right and there or whatever. Like, you know, LeBron is like one of those, like, people look up to him type thing. Yeah, so he more level yeah. yeah, so it's like he got a lot on the line versus like, you know, somebody like Russ. Like, Russ got stuff on the line too, but he just don't care. You ain't even talk bad to me and then, you know, get away with it. Yeah. I mean, okay, I might be a little bit of bias because that's, that's my squad. Or yeah, that is too. Been. But there's been times to where he's, for example, when the kid hit him and he looked back and realized it was a kid, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, he assessed the situation there. And, you know, he told the parents, you know, hey, you know, make sure, you know, your son, you know, just ain't walking up. So I, so I think he knows how to. I think yeah. he knows how to handle it. Oh, he does, but when it's but adults, it's just, when it's adults, he doesn't care. Yeah, you gonna, and, and, you I, gonna, and I think, and I think it's also, bro, like the things that were said. Like I don't, I don't think no player has a no player has a problem when no player has a problem with a fan saying, like, say if Russ was struggling shooting at night. Oh, oh Russ, you, you can't shoot anything. Yeah, blah, you blah, suck. Blah. All that oh, brother, this guy's. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, like, oh, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not going to be like, oh, oh, Russ, you're 0 for 3. You're 0 from 8 from the 3 point. Just stop shooting. Like, that's like that normal heckling there. Yeah. No, I, I don't think no player in the NBA has a problem with that because that's something that they've probably been dealing with since college. You know what I'm saying? Since Maybe even since high school, depending yeah. on whatever, depending yeah, on the status of exactly. that high school. But, I mean, of course, like, yeah, if you're saying something about somebody's uh, – you know, that personal life or dealing with their, their, their parents, their child, their wife. Yeah. You know, something real. Yeah, some, some stuff like that that's kind of said that, you know, you shouldn't say to another man or you shouldn't say to another woman. You know, okay, cool. And, you know, there's, 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 I mean, there's a thing such as heat of the moment. You'll say stuff in the heat of the moment. I don't. Me personally, I don't. I couldn't. I would. I don't think Russell would have actually, for real, put his hands on a woman. No, I don't think he would have either. Yeah. It was just a thing of what he was saying was being said on, to him. Yeah, you know, but if she the, stuff, the, the stuff that he was that he alluded to was that, that was being said that was racial and inappropriate things of that nature. That's where I have a problem with it because there is a there is a sense of fans think because. I pay You're money. an athlete, you pay an athlete, you know, they're paying and all that type of stuff. They can say whatever they want or do whatever they want, and there won't be any repercussions, and the players can't do anything about it. And that's what Russ said in the press conference. He was like, 
you know, he's talking crazy in the stands and things, and they're saying racial stuff and inappropriate things. But if I was out on the street, walking around, you wouldn't say that to me, you know. But you're in the arena. I'm sitting out here. We're playing a basketball game. You feel somewhat protected, so you say whatever you want to say now. So I feel them on that. Is people just have to, you know, they're people too, so they're gonna react. Right. If you say the right things or the wrong things, they're gonna, you know, you might get that reaction, just like you might get that reaction out on the, you know, out on the street somewhere if you say that to somebody out on the street. Now it might be a different outcome. Cause it hasn't been no situation since, like you know, the Madison hey, Palace. Yeah, like the Pistons and the Pacers game or whatever. And I feel like now it's more because those is. I mean, it's also a different generation of players too, because those players back then just didn't care or whatever. Like as we seen, like yeah. highlight stories and all that. And it's like now, like you know, any little thing you getting fined for mm-hmm. and everything. So it's like you know. People don't like, you know, they don't want no money coming out their pocket. And uh, so I'm pretty sure the guys back then didn't want to either, but like I said, it was just a different generation. Yeah. Because, like, let that guy would have, like, said something like that during the time. Like, okay, let's, like, Kevin Garnett, who else? Steven Jackson, Ron Artez, like, let no guy still have been in the lead to this day, and that guy said something like that. Come on, come yeah. on now. Like, I ain't gonna lie, they probably would them three probably went up and beat the pressure out there, man. In that universe. Yeah, so exactly. it's, and then it's like those, those generation of players, like they even can't, like on that type of stuff, like yes, they probably fought each other on the court and all that stuff, but that type of thing, like they would have came together on. Yeah. Like they would have. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, fans just, fans just feel that they, fans just feel that they can say whatever they want to, to players. Uh, it's, I mean, I mean, that's just how it is. That's just how it is. Fans, believe that they can say whatever they want and nothing to happen and not that, that we want to see another malice in the palace or anything like that but I mean I don't I don't want to see nothing like that again that was that was bad that was bad but like so I mean sometimes it, it might take yeah I mean you still got some players out there like around our Texas that and the players of that nature that you know might not care I'm just saying you never know just you know what I'm saying? So it, I mean, Draymond, KD. You yeah, can have you can have a, you have a player like K, KD and fight nobody. Um, KD. Draymond, Boogie, Boogie will fight somebody. Boogie, Draymond, Zebo, Zebo, Zebo with somebody ass quick. So you know, it. You know, I've heard you know some of the, some people like you know rush in the same thing back or that that that. But you the heat of competition, you get emotional, and then you got some guy. Up in the stands, and Russ has had problems. Like he said, he's had problems in Utah before. Okay, so he played Utah in the playoffs last year, and there were plenty of stuff that was going on. Fans trying to touch him and saying stuff to him and stuff like that when they were playing in Utah. So this is not the first time this has happened. So he's had a history with some fans in Utah. So he the battle, and you're sitting on the bench, you're with your team, and some guys heckling you. And it's one thing, like you said, if you just you know, oh, you suck, you this or Y'all not gonna do this, you know that. Y'all not gonna do that, and it's you know okay, you know you talking back and forth with them, but then when you get, start getting to that deeper personal stuff, that's when it becomes an issue. And I mean, Russ just reacted how I mean, Russell Westbrook seems to react to a lot of stuff, really. So I mean, hey, that's just it. That's what it is. So this man here, automated <laughs> message. Crazy.
Hey. I mean, so the bracket, the bracket, this is the last thing we're going to wrap it up. Um, the bracket ain't done yet. Wrap it up then. This man here. Bracket, <laughs> the bracket ain't fully been completed out yet. Um, but, I mean, y'all kind of got the gist of who will be in and who ain't going to be in. Yeah. Tennessee's a two seed in the same region as Virginia. Yeah. So, now y'all final four. Who going to the final four? Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. Hey, G. Said, said Dylan. You said name the final four. Yeah. I'm trying to catch the bracket. I'm trying to see what the bracket. I feel you. Like. It ain't done yet, but it ain't. Uh, I think they only halfway um, done. They got two more regions left. They just, they just did. What, I think they just Duke did the East and the South. Yeah, they yeah. just done the East and the South so far. I think Duke could be in the final four. Yeah, I'll say Duke. I've been talking about North Carolina. They're talking about North Carolina. They, 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 so they either going to be in the West or the Midwest. They're a two seed. I think North Carolina, depending on, I don't know who they're one, who's the one seed in that region yet. Okay, let's see. They're a one seed. North Carolina's okay, a one okay, seed. Okay, 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 okay. Ooh, okay. So the ACC. In the Midwest. So, they're the, they're so the ACC, ACC got three one seeds. The ACC got three one seeds. I think that, I think that North Carolina will be in the final four. I think that Duke will be in the final four. Um. I got to see them brackets again. Um, I think Kentucky or Tennessee, one of those SEC schools are going to get it. Okay. I don't know. It's it's tough. Now, this, this ain't got to be your final answer because we'll probably come back and do this again. Yeah. Because um, I think the the first four, first four are probably going to be like Tuesday. So the, when it get cut down to 64, probably going to be until like it's Wednesday. Thursday, Thursday. Yeah. Oh, so we'll probably, we'll probably talk Dang. about it again. Um. I'm gonna say yeah, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna say Duke for sure. Duke Duke Carolina for sure are probably could probably be the two to get in there. Um uh, I'm gonna say Kentucky. Okay. I'm gonna say Kentucky make it. And one of those four one of those three or four seeds okay. make it. So like maybe a no. Nah, they know. They I not think know Houston might be like Maybe Houston. Team. I'm gonna just take a limb on that. But I then I won't be surprised if like Michigan State made it to the final. Yeah. I won't be surprised if they made it to the final. Once once we get the bracket, we'll be able to kind of look and break down and kind of see how the matchups are way out and stuff like that. Yeah. Because one of those teams, I mean, Houston mess around, get upset. You know, someone could get beat. Somewhere along the way, true. But I do think I've, like I've been saying North Carolina always gets hot around this time of year, and they, yeah, they didn't win the ACC, but they always find a way to be finding their best basketball around tournament time. So I think for sure Duke and North Carolina will be in the Final Four. Uh, they'll be one of those SEC schools. Don't sleep on LSU if LSU could find a way in. I don't know what region they're in, but. I think they was in the East region. I think they was in the same yeah, region think, as uh, yeah. Duke. So we'll, we'll, we'll see what's going on. But once that bracket comes out, I'll have a better, a better yeah. answer for you. Definitely, for sure. Who you, who you got, bro? Who your fuck? Oh, you said Dollar. In my mind. You, you no. Uh, <laughs> Duke. Um, I agree with Duke, North Carolina. Um, I hate Duke. Is Tennessee in a different bracket? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're in the, yeah, they're in the South region, region. so they're in the region. They're in, they're in the same region. Tennessee is the one seed, and yeah. Duke is the two seed. I'll be on the trip for Tennessee is the two seed. I'll say Tennessee, and uh, 
Oh, we only, only, we only, we they just now on the third bracket got, right now. I mean, you got Kentucky. We about to see who in the mid region. Kentucky, right now. Uh, Kentucky is probably no Kentucky's a two seed. So you got Kentucky. I'm guessing Gonzaga probably got that last one. Probably seed. in the West, yeah. Let's see. No, Auburn is a five in the Midwest. See, Kansas, Kansas, Kansas is a four Force. in the Midwest. I like my man. That's really good though. See that? See that's a. That's a that's a sweet sixteen matchup with Carolina right there. That's what I'm saying. Like I feel like a matchup like that is gonna happen between like Carolina and Kansas to meet up in the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, but Auburn man, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. The way Auburn play today, Auburn has some shooters. Yeah, like, but that's a that's a five twelve. That's a five twelve. Yeah. Utah State pretty good too. Washington got a nine Oh, they in like the but uh man we're gonna wrap it up this out of time we're gonna give y'all for this first uh installment of the easy money sports podcast tune in the next time uh check these podcasts on itunes podcast that's where they're gonna be at uh, so once they get uploaded, get uploaded, subscribe to it. Make sure you don't miss any episodes. Um, there might be a lot coming with the episodes right there, dealing with the tournament and NBA playoff basketball coming along and the draft coming up too in the NFL. So a lot going on in sports. So be on the lookout for it. Um, follow you on Twitter at sky high underscore Sanders. Follow you on Instagram at easy money Sanders. Um, yeah. That's it. Uh, hope y'all have a great rest of your day. Man, peace, love, and tranquility. And we, we out.